0: It is the World Wide Sports Radio Network. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up.
1: I can't show on the football. It's so goddamn hard about how long to do
0: it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stagg Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires.
1: Word life. The Fantasy Millionaires are in your area, in your AirPods, in your YouTube, in your Twitter. And it is finally time to start getting serious on this podcast about fantasy football On this wonderful Monday night in July, tell me, my partner, Scott Stack Simpsons, what's
0: good? What's good? Oh, man, I got to tell you, I've been fantasy footballing in these mean streets. Load these many days, uh, Ralph, as they call you on the other mean streets of Twitter. Uh, I've been every single day. I've been best ball drafting. I've been waiting. I've been working out like Rocky going up against Drago. And my reps are sound. I think I've done over. 75 best ball drafts, so I, I I know my ins and outs. Now, best ball doesn't translate exactly one-for-one one over to redraft. There is some variance, of course. There's also different strategies, but I understand the values and what I value in players. So, dude, I'm so excited to talk fantasy football. When we actually got on the conference call today, uh, me, you, and my ego, uh, we started talking fantasy football, and I just started getting so excited. It was the best. I'm so excited we're doing this. We're back. We're back, baby. Fantasy Millionaire. Yeah. Back, we're all fantasy all yeah. the time, not stopping until the Super Bowl. So welcome.
1: No more aliens, uh, no more UFC, unless aliens land. I think then we do have to address that. But uh, no more, no more BS stuff. We're 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 finally ready to dig in uh, and start getting ready uh, as uh, preseason approaches. And just start getting our bearings, you know, figuring out how we're going to approach the 2021 season. Um, FYI, right now, there is lightning striking in my neighborhood. So if this, if, if Cash, uh, Mike Cash, Ralph Macho Collins, abruptly exits the stage left, uh, just know um, we'll see you guys next Monday. Because uh, I can't, I don't have a, a gen. I didn't. I haven't prepped well enough for the apocalypse where I can just flip on a Jenny and uh, and keep this thing rolling, you know. So I, I do rely on uh, public utilities for my power. So we'll Sheep. see how this thing goes. Yeah, yeah, I wish I had a couple Jennies in the garage that I could just, you know, roll roll back up on, but I don't. So. Well, uh, if I have about if, two weeks' worth of food, and if the apocalypse comes, I'm short.
0: Well, you know what? You are short because I am much closer to the rendezvous with our prepper pal than you, and I will definitely roadblock the hell out of you and beat you to that rendezvous and make sure that my family lives and your family doesn't. So, you know,
1: <laughs> that's Thanks. how you're, it goes.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, well, is that- it is every man. In the apocalypse, it's every man for himself. I was kind of hoping... You know, okay. we'd be on the same team and you're not going to try and murder my family, but.
0: Oh, oh right, you know, right. Oh, well, no, I'm not going to murder them. I'm just going get... <laughs> yeah, to get to the reason You're just not going to help.
1: You're not helping my family. Well, I'll I mean, okay, family. fine.
0: I'll, I'll help your family. I will. Let's make a I'll blood covenant. Yours. I'll cut myself. You cut yourself. I've got some scissors. You know what I mean? We'll just cut, we'll cut ourselves right now. Oh, okay. Blood co- covenant. I will not kill your family during the apocalypse. Promise. Well,
1: that that's what's great, is that that's probably uh, our biggest weapons that me and you have is scissors. So, I don't think we're going to make it very far.
0: No. I have an axe. I have a couple axes, though. They might call me the axe man, you know, uh, after a while. I don't know. Just a thought, something to think about. Uh, if you come near my area, I've got some axes. So you've got
1: axes, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think I have any axes. I think I, I, think the best thing I have in this house to uh, fight zombies or just uh, robbers is kitchen knives. That's probably the best thing I have. So,
0: but but here's a question: Are you uh, between your kitchen knives and the robbers, or are they probably between you and the kitchen knives right now? Like, just let's say the robbers broke in right now, what would happen?
1: If the robbers broke in right now, they're going (laughs) to, they're going to, I mean, my office is locked. So um, again, I'd have to end the podcast or you could hear it. I would do my best. Yeah, I would go out there and um, uh, try and use my white belt jujitsu on them and uh, probably probably take a big L. That's Mm. probably what would happen.
0: Yeah, you know what? I, it, I'm going to be at the rendezvous point, so I, I can't help you, man. I'm sorry. Uh, I've got it all mapped out. It's a, you know, a, a shit's creek away from my house, and uh, I'm going to be living survival style in the backwoods. You know? uh, Give it all the fancy data that people need still, though. Don't worry. I'll be giving you that fancy content that you need, your memes, your gifts, your fantasy updates every day uh, from, from the apocalypse. You can count on it. NimbleWNumbers.com. Yeah, throws folks. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. Uh, yeah, but you don't have any cigarettes, so
0: I, I, you know what, I don't have any cigarettes. I have hot sauce though. I got Bows hot sauce out the ass, so that is what I'll be trading with people. You know, give me, give me your gold. I'll give you some bows. I, I think it works. I think it's sound.
1: I would, tr- I would definitely barter for some bows. You know, that would be. I'd use that like on Christmas and birthdays and stuff like that. You know, on the deer. That would make the beer taste bomb.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Or your fallen enemies, the you know the souls of the people that you've crushed. Either way, whatever. Both taste good on any. Well, are you gonna, <laughs> humans. Are you gonna eat eating humans? Well, I mean, only the selective few. <laughs> you know, They're I mean,
1: supposed to be horrible tasting.
0: I I mean, listen, I I already know that I'm gonna be eaten. You know, like when I used to watch Hannibal on. Oh yeah,
1: movie. you look juicy, bro. I'm oh, sorry, man. I Put just you over a spit.
0: I'd be roasted, hog tied. I mean, Uh fat dripping from my tits. It just would love me. Some
1: bows on you.
0: Oh man, I just might. That might might be how I have to go out. Just give the people the the last meal they deserve. All the all the food I've eaten over the year. I'm a I'm a truffle. I'm a (laughs) truffle pig. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) come get me. You know that's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, at the okay. end of the day, uh, hopefully it doesn't end up that way. And instead, this fall we're just talking about fantasy football and not the downfall of the hammer on us all. You know, so. right,
1: right, yeah. Twenty twenty one is much brighter than twenty twenty. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Me and you were we were this close to we we kept saying when we're, when are you going to get a gun?
0: Right, we had a gun pack. <laughs> uh, a pack yeah. if he got Don't a, gun- get a
1: gun, without me, yeah. If you get a gun, I'm getting a gun.
0: Yeah, we both, and we we don't have guns yet. We're still no, gun free, no. which is good. It means that society hasn't turned over. We went to Austin a couple weeks ago. We talked about it on the show, and uh, and you know, what? society is is alive and well there. Society is alive and well. At lots of other places. So we're gonna hold off on ending it all, and let's see if we can get a nice 2021 fantasy football season out of this. You know, I mean, let's just ride it hot. Let's go to the end.
1: I'm with you, brother. I'm with yeah. you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I do have to say I've done some some negligence for my and uh we we would be remiss if we didn't stop real quick and just mention underdog fantasy we love underdog fantasy. i think i just sent you some some cash from underdog they're they're keeping us they're keeping us flossy and glossy and shiny this summer it's the hot best ball summer you got to get in on it folks right now if you go to underdog and you put in i don't know 10 bucks just a deposit first time depositors they're going to give you 25 dollars of credit you can put towards uh, the best ball mania 2 which is a million dollar winner gets a million bucks for this tournament or you can go into the puppy which i love the Puppy is just something a little cuter you know it's a it's 50 grand to the winner uh five dollar entry i'm all about it i love it use code nimble when you do jump in there let them know that scott and Mike and Bo sent you. We're, we're a triumvirate of underdog. We love yeah. underdog. We're there every day uh, in the streets So the puppy. Best ball. Mania 2 is underway as well. And they got pickums, rival stuff. All of us want to play every day. So well, please, yeah. Let me
1: pump. Let me pump. I want to pump it. Because I think that as a new user of underdog, their product is fantastic. It's – I mean, if you like – DraftKings, if you like playing fantasy football, you are going to like Underdog. It's the same thing, but it's its own little unique version of it. And um, again, they're giving you free money. And it, with the all the different things that you can do on there, I mean, number one, if you put ten dollars in, like you said, and they give you what twenty five bucks? Twenty five free bucks. You got thirty-five bucks to start doing the the best balls with the fantasy millionaires. We're doing them all the time. Okay. You want to do a best ball, holler at your boys. We will help get a best ball going. We'll do it with you right away. When you could just do little five dollar games, they're so fun.
0: Yeah. You know? Or three (laughs) dollars You could do a five dollar, a three dollar. Is that a lightning strike in your house? Is that what that little thing was right there?
1: Uh, I'm telling you, it's it's it, it's on, yeah. I, I, yeah I can it's, tell it's on right now. I'm, Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just read an article about lightning strikes. I just want to say this. Did you know that? Did you hear that? Like sixty people in India died of lightning strikes yesterday, or something like that.
0: No, I did not. I just saw that video of the guy at Top Golf who hit the the golf ball. And the lightning struck the golf ball when he hit it. Go! So, oh yeah, it's huge. It's all over. I have to find it uh, during one of our fake commercial breaks. We don't have. And uh, and and I mean, literally, guys golfing. There's a huge storm out there. You can see it. And then there's just a big boom. Guy hits one out, and lightning comes down, catches it mid air in the middle of this thing. And the you know those kids are there. They're going crazy. They're so hyped. Like it's the greatest thing. Like they saw God Himself. So I'll see if I can you know produce that up in, in, in a heartbeat. Here we see if I can find that. Jamie it as Joe Rogan's guy would do, you know.
1: hmm Yeah. It'd be nice to have a Jamie.
0: Yeah, it would be. Um, yeah,
1: so tonight's show is we are actually going to start talking real fantasy football. Um, the Fantasy Millionaires, this is uh, going to be the first season that we actually do – uh, put together a draft cheat sheet that we will be selling for, I don't know, a dollar or two dollars, depending on, on what we haven't made up our mind yet.
0: We're going back and forth. I'm I'm saying one million dollars. We sell to one, <laughs> one person, just one <laughs> whale. Listen, you're a whale, and you want to make more whale money. One million dollars is the price of our cheat sheet. For you, everybody else, it'll be like a dollar. So if you're a whale, million dollars. If you're a little guy, you know, a couple bucks here and there. Uh, Just get it to mock us. Seriously, just buy it, and then you can roast us and make fun of us uh, like, you know, Chris Sims should be done every day to every one of his takes.
1: Yeah, yeah. So last year, we started, I believe in August, running through the first round and giving our ranks. So we're not actually going to do that on tonight's show because – You've got to buy the cheat sheet to know the Fantasy Millionaire's official consensus on what we think you should be doing in redraft this year. So tonight's show is mainly about the first round and uh, just our thoughts, kind of yeah. w- what we're thinking, um, and, and the little Scott Fish talk as right. well.
0: Right. But I was going to do this. I was going to frame this by saying what I'm looking at is at the ADP of these players. As we go through, we're going to go through. I'm going to pull up right now. I'm gonna, I have it ready to roll. I'm, I'm trying to produce better these days. So, you know, we're we're, we're, we're working with a, a skeleton crew here, mostly me. And uh, that's not the best. So all right, here we go. We got fantasy pros rankings up here. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to go from number one until number twelve. And and this is for PPR. I want to give you guys a clarity. We don't play anything non PPR. If you're not PPRing it, I mean, I do half point PPR. But if you don't have PPR, if you're traditional, I'm sorry. I need I need a little bit of juice, a little bit of action. So this is PPR, full PPR. What we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of kind of go in, talk about each player, what we like, what we don't, and then at the end we're gonna we're gonna say in or out on that ADP. So for example. We'll start with Christian McCaffrey, CMC, universal number one, kind of not even a debate. I haven't seen him going number two really in any of the drafts I've been in. It's always CMC number one. What do you think about that, Mike? Consensus last year, consensus this year, rubber stamp, or are you fading him at number one?
1: Uh, I'm not going to fade him, man. You know, I just don't see why he's not going to be christian mccaffrey yet again i really don't uh the the shoulder injury that he sustained last year i've had it i know what it is and um he's had months and months and months plus you know in the nfl you First of all, these men are all X-Men, so they're they're in their twenties. They heal faster than an old man like me. And then, second of all, they probably give them chemicals to to heal them up a little bit faster. So I don't see why what happened to him last year, and that's why he's the consensus number one. Uh, I mean in terms of what he's done uh in PPR uh the second best fantasy season of all time um two years ago and um the year before he's like I think in the top 15 uh for PPR so at the rookie. Um, I- so yeah in our league, you know, the BFFs, our main home league of record, we we throw in a little extra uh, spice for lots of different things. So um, if you just did a standard PPR uh, with kind of standard scoring, he scored, I think, like 467 points, like average 29 points a game. In our league, because we throw in a little extra, you know, uh, sugar on the recipe – he tops five hundred. He had wow. five hundred and thirty points. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, here's what I'll say though i I don't like this Sam Darnold
0: situation for that whole offense. You know? Oh, wow, I like this. This is this is new. I've not heard this. Talk to me. Well, I mean, it's Sam Darnold. I, uh, we, 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 you're not put by Adam Gase, uh, you know, re energized, uh, you know, back into reality. The Taney Hill bump, the Devontae Parker bump, you know, the his wife. No, I'm kidding, his wife didn't leave him, but she will when she rebounds, you know. Um, no, I don't know, I don't know. Well,
1: well, I mean, what do you think? I mean, what, what are your thoughts on a uh, Sam Darnold? I mean,
0: I, I think they so. are what they thought we were, <laughs> yeah, Sam Darnold, not great. Uh, neither is Teddy Bridgewater. They're not both not great. Uh, I think Sam Darnold's a little uh, less not great, so kind of a, a, an upgrade t- to Teddy. But I will say this: uh, I don't know what it's going to look like in this offense. Last year, when CMC played, he had five touchdowns, had five touchdowns in three games, five touchdowns. So mm-hmm. it, it looks like you know Matt Rule is is smart enough to understand he does need to get the ball to him, and so Sam Darnold, I would think would get the ball to him a lot as well. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity. Uh, I don't, I don't hate Sam Darnold necessarily as much as the, the next guy does. Um, but I, I, it doesn't,
1: yeah, I, I don't know if he's better than Teddy Bridgewater. You know, I, I, I honestly don't, you know, I mean, but here's the thing. You saw what Christian McCaffrey was with, with Kyle Allen. So it doesn't yeah. really matter.
0: Right. <laughs> Right. It doesn't. It's sticks and it's stones at this point. Yeah, there it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter.
1: He's number one. He's right. the number one guy. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. OK. I missed the one receiving as well. So both said, even, yeah, here it is. Six touchdowns. So, yeah, six touchdowns in three games. It's I think it's a slam dunk for me. Uh, and this is what we have to understand. The, 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 the PPR aspect alone, it, it gets him into the top. RB one conversation and I'm counting the rushing yards and stuff that he gets. He's getting in the three games that that he was in. He had 20 targets, basically 19 targets. He had 17 receptions. That's awesome. You want that, mm-hmm. and at the mm-hmm. RB position, you're not getting everybody doing that. You, know, I, you don't seem to understand that that you know Saquon a couple of years ago getting 120 plus targets, CMC getting 100. This is not normal. This is a cheat code. If you can get a RB who's going to get over 100 targets, <laughs> grab him. And last year, JD McKissick uh, won people a little bit of money, I'm sure, if they picked him up because he was the top. PPR targeted back. He didn't score the most points overall, but he did get the most receptions, the most targets out of a running back. Didn't see that one coming for sure.
1: Yeah. Did he he had he had 110 and Kamara had 107? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, McKissick.
0: Woo! Yeah, he had the second most receiving yards, too. I know. Yeah. McKissick could, and so really the the power of the of the the PPR reception for the running back is unheralded. And when I looked at Christian McCaffrey, I did a a big rookie deep dive this summer. I was working folks. Uh, You check out my work over the sports gambling podcast network. I did a rookie wide receivers article, a a rookie running backs article in the rookie running backs article. I looked at historical rookie data from all of the rookies that have come in from 2015 until 2020. So six years of data, all the other, the heavy hitters we got now and Christian McCaffrey as a rookie, uh, he didn't get many touches uh, in the backfield. He was sustained as a PPR back. The only reason he was up there was all of his catches. I think he had 90 plus catches that first year. Ridiculous, ridiculous. That is the cheat code. So I'm not going to sway uh, from Christian McCaffrey at all as the number one. That's my guy. I'm going to stick with him. And you, know what? I'm not. I don't even care. I'm not going to get him. No, I'm never going to get number one anyway in our league. Uh, I might get number two though. And number two. Is, is Dalvin Cook. So, you know, we, we've already got, uh, uh, you know, a, a change from last year. Uh, Cook was not number two. I think Kamara was number two or Zeke was number two. So, uh, Cook is up there number two. Uh, Henry number three. Kamara number four. Barkley number five. Let's stop there. In that top five, we'll, we'll talk about Cook. Are you in or out at number two for Cook? Uh,
1: I'm out. I'm out. Uh, but... I understand it. it it's interesting. Um, he he sort of seems like he was kind of, it, it, there was like a battle between Kamara, Henry and Cook over the last few months with ADP. And he's emerged as the clear cut two. Um, yeah, I. Uh, there's there's no reason to think he doesn't have another phenomenal season. Here here's here's what I want. Here's what I want when I'm using that amount of draft capital, and he qualifies. I want a Bell cowback that uh, is doesn't isn't isn't dealing with the two back system, and uh does well in ppr format he, he, he dalvin cook fits the mold um so i understand it i i guess i don't know if i'm let, let, let me put it to you this way i'm still thinking about it you know um he i'm not i i don't think it's it it makes sense that he's number two um yeah I don't okay. know. What are your thoughts? Give what me some thoughts on. It. I want to. I want to hear my partner t- tonight. Is tonight is brainstorming for for the draft sheet well, that we're creating. So okay. I want to hear your thoughts on on yeah. Sir Alvin.
0: I, I like Sir Alvin. Uh, his injury history does concern me a little right. bit. It, it moved me off of him last year, but he performed well. He did not. He missed a, a few games, but he did not get get that season long injury that he has had previously, uh, or get knocked out of you know mini contests, which is which is good. Uh, I have a little problem here, and this is where I, I'm gonna you know flip the script squi- script a little bit or switch whatever it is. Uh, I really still like Derrick Henry. Why? Um, and, and here's my issue with him. He had three hundred and seventy-eight carries last year, almost four hundred touches when you count uh the the past uh you know receptions he had, and he had like around twenty receptions. So uh he, he is just getting workhorse used, uh, but then you you look at him and I mean, he can handle it, and he, he has not broken down. He has not gotten hurt, and so I think for me, waiting around for Derrick Henry to break down is is not the way that I want to draft. That's not the thinking I want to have when I go into my drafts. So I don't want to go, oh, well, Derrick Henry could break down, and Dalvin Cook, he was hurt. Yeah. I want to go, what is this guy going to do when he gets the ball? How many times are they giving him the ball? What What is his – uh, outlook look like and and except for the, the the PPR points which he really doesn't get, Derrick Henry it checks all the boxes. He's the bell cow like you said. Uh, he's unstoppable. Come the fourth quarter and come you know later in the season when guys are just tired and they're not really playing for anything. And uh, you saw it last year. You know he was the one of the top three backs going down the stretch. And that's when you want your back to be at its best. And so I think for me, I would put Derrick Henry above Dalvin cook if if I'm drafting right now today, but I think also I would have Alvin Kamara above Dalvin cook as well. Uh, And, and I, I like Alvin Kamara. I think people are afraid of Alvin Kamara uh, this year, but I think I have him right around that three, four spot. Uh, And right now for me, uh, he doesn't have the injury history and I don't think that the, the situation with their quarterback is going to make him any less effective. I know people go, well, Drew Brees is the the guy to check down, check down, check down. You know what? Uh, Jameis can check down, too. So can Taysom. They can check down. They'll be able to check down. And they'll also be able to design plays for Alvin as well. I'm not worried about him. Uh, I know that that people are, but I'm not. So, uh, well, what do you think about that whole group right there, and Saquon in there too? I think that's the so, top so Saquon
1: to me. I don't. We'll circle back to Derrick Henry because yeah. that, I, he might be my favorite person in the NFL. I love him. Yeah. I'm in love with him. Um, I would if if I could shake his hand. If I could help him move, I would do anything for that guy. <laughs> I love him. Ready um,
0: truck for him.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever he needed, man. You I'll, know
0: for it, Derek, I'll sign for it. Don't worry, I'll get the I get the insurance.
1: Right. It. Yep. 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 Whatever he needed, I would, I would do. He he to me, he is uh he should be on the helmets. I mean, like he should be on the logo. They the he's he is he's like the ultimate person in the NFL to me. Um but so Saquon he was number two. He really kind of, I mean, you know, I, I haven't been keeping up with what Fantasy Pros was, so I don't know uh, how much this has shifted, but um, just doing all the best ball drafts, it was McCaffrey-Saquon. Yep. You know, a month and a half ago. And now Saquon's all the way down there at number five uh for the for the rankings for the backs um i got to say man i I'm, I'm a big saquon guy so uh i i don't think i don't think that what happened to him last year with with the acl is going to hinder him whatsoever this year so who's a better running back I mean uh really I mean the three best running backs in the NFL are McCaffrey, Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley in my opinion. That's and I think Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara are right there too. I mean I it's hard it's hard to leave out Alvin Kamara because uh his squid-like movements. Um, he, 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 he. But he's not. He, he's not your typical running back. And he's also been playing with Drew Brees. Um, it's interesting, man. You know, Vegas. I think the Vegas win total for the Saints is like ten, if I if I remember. Um. The the Saints are. Nine and a half. So Vegas has them doing okay with whatever combination of quarterbacks. Jameis leading that offense. Um, I, yeah, it, it's tough. I, I just think, um, really, any of those guys, you're you're pretty safe. I just think um i just think with Saquon the upside he, i mean you saw in 2018 what he was capable of yeah. and i to me he's 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 ready to go and i i, I again it's a daniel jones led offense another quarterback that it, it's not you who's know not, not it's not player. ideal right it's not it's not ideal yeah. But um, the upgrades that they've added to the offense with Kenny Galladay um, and Kadarius Tony, uh, I I just think, well, I think that offense is gonna is is gonna be better than it's ever been. I, I think Daniel Jones will do probably better than he's ever done. So, um, and again. Yeah, you want to talk about a bell cow? I mean, uh, who, who does who does uh Saquon have to worry about? Devonte Booker, who <laughs> that's his backup, yeah, mm. Devontae Booker.
0: So, no, no one's worrying about Saquon Barkley's backup, I think everyone's just worrying about his his uh, you know, comeback and making mm-hmm. sure. That And that's the only thing I can think about him dropping is, it, and I don't understand it either because we're part of the same uh, milieu on Twitter, uh, on fancy football. Twitter. There's no story that came out. There's nothing that happened. There's no coordinator coming out and going, we're going to split the ball around all the wide receivers this year. We're going to pass it around. Nothing like that. No coach speak, no bullshit. Uh, and to see him drop right four spots. Uh, it is surprising. Uh, I, I will say this. Uh, if he is, fully healthy this year I think he challenges Christian McCaffrey for that number one spot I think he's got the best chance out of anybody else to do it uh I don't know if he stays healthy the whole year and I don't think it's because of that injury I I I do think it's because of the this is what I saw last year maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm just over you know stating my my opinion and and you can correct me in this I saw somebody in the in the games he was in who was who was really trying hard and everyone tries hard um, but you know how Le'Veon Bell, when he was trying hard, he didn't seem like he was really trying hard. You know what I mean? He was just, like, letting the game come to him. Uh, Saquon looked la- last year, w- even on the play before he got hurt, like, he's just trying so hard. That, that's the part that makes me worried about him. Yeah, I love that. That's a great right. thing about him as a football player. But, like, Jim Brown had the best mindset as a running back ever. It is that you kind of went the same every time. Yeah, and you got hit. You, you, didn't, you, you stayed down. You laid there. You didn't pop up. You laid there, and then you just got up nice and slow. You, d- you didn't give too much when you didn't need to give. And I think Saquon gives too much of himself. I think that he f- has always felt this need to carry the team. The team is sucky. They're losing. And he puts it on himself, and he tries really hard, which I love, which is what you want. But in a running back, you need to be able to try every play. Trying super-duper hard on one or two plays is going to get you up. Like, that's what's going to happen. Right. And it did, and you saw it, and you and and watching it, it was like a fighter getting knocked out. You were like, no, oh, no, I knew it. Don't do that. And so yeah. um, it's not his fault that he tries too hard. His offensive line sucked last year. It put him in positions where he was behind the ball. He's trying to get something out of nothing. It's not his fault at all. I, that's the only thing I worry about. And Joe Judge, I have no confidence in him as a play caller. Uh, well, he's not. Jason Garrett's calling the plays, but as somebody mm-hmm. – Hired Jason Garrett. I'm a Washington football mark growing up. We've seen Jason Garrett in the Cowboys, uh, you know, as, as a coordinator, as a head coach. He's terrible. He's terrible. So that's my concern is Saquon overextending himself of a bad back end offensive coordinator and a shitty quarterback and a not great coach. So, um, but besides that, you know, uh, he could. He could, cut, he could run away with it. I, he really could. But I, I, those things just give me pause, honestly. All right.
1: Let's circle back to Derek Henry because I thought that this was pretty interesting. Um, so ha, ha, try and guess the top five offenses last year. Are we talking total yards? Total, total points yards? per total game.
0: Points. Uh, I'm going to say um, the Packers. Good. First. Uh I'm going to say um the Cowboys? Were they in there? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Oh no. They yeah. would
1: been, they would have been if Dak hadn't got injured. Yeah. yeah got injured. They, okay. They no, no. On okay. base.
0: Um let me think who else. Um the the Chiefs possibly? They're six. They're sixth. Uh the the Buccaneers?
1: Tampa Bay is two. Tom
0: is two. Tom, Tampa um, is two. Uh, Seattle? Are they in there?
1: Nope. They're nope. seven.
0: They're seven. About, come on, think about
1: who was who just a monster. Who whenever Tennessee? Oh, uh, well, Tennessee is four, Tennessee's and then Buffalo four. is three. Buffalo's Buffalo is three, okay. and then Tennessee is four. So Tennessee is four, right? Yes. Okay. Tennessee
0: and the is. Of Jones.
1: <laughs> What's that? right? Right, dude. How how do you deal with that offense? How do you deal? You don't have Corey Davis as your two. You have two one a's. Yeah, they're both one a's. Julio Jones is a problem. He yeah. is a major major problem, and you can't you can't play any type of offense that favors either side of the field. You don't think that that that's gonna open things up for Derrick Henry, right? How is that not going to open things up for him? Yeah. It, 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 he, he's he's going to be a monster. And, and if anything, if Julio Jones, um, now he's got a completely different quarterback, but just if we're going off of the law of statistics, he's going to catch the ball at the seven and get ca- tackled at the two. <laughs> and he's and guess he's going to get the touchdown. Derek Henry.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 No, I, I like it, and I hope that Derrick Henry falls and falls and falls to me uh, if I'm later in the rounds because I'll definitely scoop him anytime after two. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, like seriously, from two on, Derrick Henry, it's somebody who I'm 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 gunning and running for. Um, very very good. All right, let's pause for a second. There's definitely a clean break uh, in my mind uh, between Saquon and then Jonathan Taylor, Zeke. Uh, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler; those are the running backs that are left. So, so,
1: so go back to your rankings because that you're you have it in a different mode. Go go to like this is there. Uh, if you just go back, get off
0: running backs. Go to like the no, draft. On, I am. I'm on. I'm on the draft rankings right now. Okay, so this is ADP. But this is ADP for for PPR right now for over. Okay. So okay. yeah, so uh, Jonathan Taylor sixth, Ezekiel Elliott seventh. Uh, Travis Kelsey, eighth, Nick Chubb, ninth, Tariq Hill, 10th, Austin Eckler, 11th, and Devontae Adams rounds out the top 12, uh, at 12. So did you, uh, and here's the thing I was going to, I wanted to do a little Jonathan Taylor, Ezekiel, Elliott, Nick Chubb, and then, uh, uh, you know, Austin Eckler, those four and ask you where you would rank them right now. Uh, out of those four, who are you going to be gunning for? Are you a Taylor guy? Are you Zeke? Are you Chubb? I'm a Chubb man myself. Or Eckler. I actually love Eckler and Chubb both.
1: Yep. Me too. The fantasy millionaires are simpatico. It's. Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a tough call
1: between. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, if I'm going to put top four running backs in the NFL, I'm going to put Nick Chubb. right mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, Just as a running back. Uh, as talent. Yeah. You know. Um, if I honestly, if I had to rank it, 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 it used to be Saquon. I'm going to put Derrick Henry as the greatest running back in the National Football League. Then I'm going to put Christian McCaffrey, uh, and then I'm going to put Saquon Barkley, and then I'm going to put Nick Chubb in terms of talent. Yeah. And um, I, I honestly think Saquon has has the highest ceiling. I, I always I always downgrade. For White McCaffrey. I don't know. he just he doesn't he doesn't dazzle me as much as those other guys. Like I don't get as odd, but he sure is a perfect player. So he's gotta be in, in, in your top one, two, three for sure. Okay. Um I just think Saquon, his ability is ridiculous. Derrick Henry is Paul Bunyan. I think Nick Chubb is four. I, I think Nick Chubb is four in terms of uh, what he is, um, strength, speed, vision. Um, I, I, it's just, he's got Kareem Hunt there. Um, right. You know, I, I, I remember when I played it like peewee and stuff, they would, um, they, I, I was starting running back and I, I would, I would get the team all the way down the field and then they'd get to the goal and the coach would put his son in to run the touchdown that's like cream Hunt, like Stefanski. Uh, he he. As soon as they get down there, like, all right, let's put in cream Hunt. So,
0: um, I'm gonna go. Can I, can I tell you one issue I do have with him? By the way, um, his his yards per carry at five point six are ridiculous. Uh, he yeah, I know he was injured for four games, he missed a month. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Even if you were to add in those carries, he's only getting 250 carries, whereas mm-hmm. you know, Derrick Henry is getting 140 more carries. You know, mm-hmm. just so many more carries. So uh, I'm not saying I don't love Nick Chubb. I do love Nick Chubb. I would love him a lot more, like you said, if if they didn't take him out the goal line and put Cream Hunt in. Uh, and then also, if they gave him more like 15 to 20 touches and attempts every game instead of like 11, 12, 15, 15, four, six, you know, 10, those are when he sucks when he gets 10 or four or six or 11, he doesn't do anything. You know I mean? Even in these games he did, he got a touchdown, but he doesn't, he doesn't wow you, you know? And so that's mm-hmm. kind of my, my, my chub issue. It's almost like you said, he's limited by Stefanski, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: so Derek Henry, you, I mean he had an absurd amount of carries last year. I mean, 300 is what you want out of your back. So right. um, he was injured. Um, I don't think he was too far off a of pace for that. And, and, and again, um, he's going to um, just have a better season. So I, I anticipate him, um, you know, the, them giving him the ball because he's doing so well. Um, but Kareem Hunt's a beast, too. So that's the thing. That's why I'm trying to decide between Austin Eckler
0: and Chubb. I have Eckler ahead. I, I'm gonna. Go I, I think ahead.
1: I'm gonna go Eckler ahead too, just because yeah. the, the he, he's such a great pass catching back, you know. Um, yeah. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Eckler Chubb as well. That's probably how I would do it. Um, and then I think with Taylor and Zeke it's pretty interesting, man. Um, again, uh, Zeke's kind of like McCaffrey to me where he just doesn't like, he doesn't make my eyeballs pop, but, um, but he, you know, and what he is in fantasy football, he's a beast and he's going to be a beast. Um, I think they're kind of in similar situations, though. I, Jonathan Taylor, I don't know. I mean, I've just got last year to go on. Maybe he's the fifth best running back in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like right, that guys He might, he might be. Yeah, he's ridiculous just in terms of talent, in terms of physical skill set. Uh, but that offense, everyone is, to me, too high on Jonathan Taylor because – you have Naheem Hines and Marlon Mack, and I don't see why they're not all go- like I'm I'm he's he's the lowest for me. So I would go I would go Eckler, Chubb, by just by a nose, um and Eckler first, Chubb, and then Zeke. And I think Zeke's pretty interesting. I'm 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 actually I'm actually coming up on him, the more I think about it and look about it, look at that offense and just what he is to statistically as a running back. Um, I do think Tony Pollard factors into that offense. And here's the thing about Mike McCarthy. If you go back and look at um, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones, he, he he's, he's down with, with like, I think Zeke's bell cow days are over, mm. you know, I, I honestly do. I, I think I think Pollard factors in more this season than he did last season. And I would say this because of Zeke's contract, I would probably do the same thing if I was the head coach. You know? Yeah. Um he's he, he's about halfway through a Hall of Fame career. And I think McCarthy plus Pollard, um, it, it's going to be a lot more. It's going to be a it's going to be a different year for Zeke than it's ever been. But I still think like you go back and look at that year. I think it was two thousand seventeen with the Saints, where I I had Ingram and Kamara on the same team, and I started them both. You know, like
0: if you won the championship, you son of yeah, you, you
1: would you would you would get points out of them. I don't think Pollard's going to be have an Ingram type season, but I'm just saying that Zeke will still have a great season, but it's going to be interesting. How, how, how does he deal with um, not getting touches in his belly? Like he yeah. usually yeah. does.
0: Well, I mean, last year you saw it. The, the, and I think we saw it pretty clearly the impact of COVID on Zeke was, was tangible. And he was unable to ever kind of regain that, that eliteness and that sharpness that he once possessed. And so I'm not saying he doesn't have it again. He might have it again. Um, but that was disconcerting watching what happened to him, watching what happened to Cam, a couple other players who were hit with the. Covid, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that we have to know about all this stuff. That we actually know what happened, you know, medical stuff's out there, but uh, it, it really did seem like it hampered him in the beginning. So I want to see how he does coming back off of that. I think I have him ranked ahead of Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I think for me, I, I'm going to come back out of this uh, with Austin Eckler, Zeke, Chubb, and then Jonathan Taylor. But that, you know, that's just me. Uh, let's let's pivot real quick because uh, we've got one tight end here, and we've got. Two wide receivers in Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. Let's talk about Travis Kelsey at number eight. He's been there, you know, in in best ball. Uh, He's been there for PPR kind of all summer, just in the first round. Not that's not normal, by the way. Uh, We haven't had a first round tight end just kind of jump in the mid rounds for a while. I remember when Gronk was being drafted at the end of uh, or beginning of round two, and I was hemming and hawing back in the in the you know the the sixty nines. I don't know, nineteen sixty nine, I think if that was happening. Um, But what what do you think about Travis Kelsey? Is he worth it? Is he going to get 111 catches, 114 catches this year, 1,400 yards? Is that going to happen? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. He's he's worth the draft capital. Uh, Yeah. as long as that guy doesn't get injured, uh, he's played since 2014 in at least 15 games every year. So he doesn't get injured. Uh, he understands the the Jim Brown um, kung fu game, and he knows he knows how to get down. And he's not he's not like Gronk. Like he like Sa- Saquon and, and Gronk have that similar thing where they're just like they're a little cry cray you know, Travis Kelsey is not, and um, I I think that was the best season ever by a tight end last year, 105, 1,400 yards, 11 TDs. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone's ever done anything like that. I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, and then, you know, you have the added element uh, as a fantasy chess player that filling your tight end with a wide receiver one, uh, I, yeah, uh, why not? Right? Why not? I'm drafting. I'm drafting him in the first round. I've been drafting him in the first round in Best Ball so far this season. When he's there at the end of the first round, I grab me some Travis Kelsey. So, mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm down with with him being this high. Um, what's crazy is, uh, him and Tyree kill on the same team are both for, and they're both worth it. And we saw the way the offense works last year. One of them has an amazing game. The other one has a good game and that's how it goes. So if you have, you know, either one, you're good because they're, they're just going to flip flop back and forth between a good game and a great game.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and if you happen to play against uh, either one of them, you're probably going to lose that week. Uh, and I did twice last year to the guy who had uh, – actually, I think I won the second game because he forgot to start Mahomes in the second game. The first game I lost uh, – first game of the season, him and uh, Tyreek Hill paired up for a couple of touchdowns, and that sunk my battleship right away. So uh, if you have either one of those stacked with Mahomes – you are a very formidable opponent if you manage your team correctly the rest of the season. So uh, if you're considering stacking this year, there's not a better stack than getting one of those players and then uh you know pat mahomes in the third or fourth round too so i'm not saying do it i'm just saying if, if you're into stacking you know and you're in the opposite of of being into edging you know stacking is the different a difference of edging if the pendulum swings back between edging and stacking stacking you you get you know your your money's worth a lot of times edging you don't so stack yes edge no yeah
1: yeah yeah i'm all about stacks
0: stacks oh, I mean, yeah. I'm looking at Travis Kelsey too. What's what's incredible is his number of receptions uh, per game. You know, you've got nine, eight, eight, ten, eight, eight, eight. Uh, you know, it's it's like that. Uh, you're not going to be able to. That's eight points right there from your tight end. Uh, that's a good week for most tight ends. You get ten points or so. That's just the the receptions. It doesn't count the TDs or the yards. Uh, last year, Travis Kelsey was a cheat code in DFS. If you're playing him, they were pricing him up at eight thousand dollars. That's great but you should be pricing those wide receiver ones more at 9,000. So uh, even there, he was not appropriately priced. And so he's a value across the board. I've not gotten a lot of him because he's getting swiped up and I don't really ever, ever get six, seven or eight. I always get like one, two or uh, 11 and 12 because you know, God hates me, but whatever. Um, I'm hoping to get some Kelsey this year for sure. You, you'll
1: never win in the BFFs.
0: It's... I never God's got a God's out for me. If you don't know, I'm cursed. Uh, it's fine. I don't care. Uh, Last year you I care. you I, care. I do you I care, care so much. So much. Uh, okay. So here's something I'm gonna ask you. Uh because we you know we're kinda we're we're edging uh, our time here. Uh wh- what do you think about Devontae Adams? Do You think this is just people looking at the contract or people- you know, do
1: you think Aaron Rodgers is gonna play for the Packers? I don't.
0: I'm done on that. Or, do you think, think he is? I think he does. I think he does. You do I do? I do. I do think Ooh. he does. But but I still don't think he's going to do what he did last year with Devonte Adams. Um, I, I think that was that was particularly uh, what he wanted to do last year. I don't think he wants to do that this year. I think he wants to grow his hair out and hang out with you know M- Miles Teller. So uh, I don't know Devonte Adams. To me, they made a huge commitment to him with his new contract. But I don't know if, if he's going to be. Uh, getting 17 touchdowns. That's that's historic right there for Devontae Adams. That's not normal. So uh, I actually uh, would, would I think, rather have this year Stefan Diggs than, than Devontae yeah, Adams. You me
1: know? too.
0: Yeah, 100%. He, yeah. The, the,
1: I can't believe he's down there at 14. Give yeah. me Stefan Diggs all day, dude. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to preview too much for the the Fantasy Millionaire's cheat sheet, but – Right. I'm a diggs. I'm 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 all about Stefan Diggs. Um if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, what's Devontae? Devontae Adams is he he could he could play with Sam Darnold and he would be a beast. Yeah so, you know, put him on the same team as Daniel Jones, he would be a beast. Okay. But that's essentially what we're talking about. Uh I, I don't know. I, I mean we have no idea what that offense is going to look like w- without Aaron Rodgers. That ranking is based on Aaron Rodgers returning. Right. So, right. what is he ranked if there's no Aaron Rodgers? Third round.
0: Yeah, I would say that. I'm, I'm not going to draft him before Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is in the third round. I want right. Michael Thomas. I want Terry McLaurin. Right. Uh, I want Justin Jefferson. I want. Uh, yeah. Ray Hopkins. I want. D.K. A. Men- A. B. Brown, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe even Allen Robinson too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, well, yeah, no, I think it's 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 crazy right now what Aaron Rodgers is doing. I think eventually he comes back, but uh, how's he
1: going to come back? We we've we've talked about this, uh, and 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 we've kind of gone back and forth. I used to think he was going to come back, yeah, and I I'm- think you thought he wasn't. I
0: know. I I I think he's just playing so coy. Uh, You know, I'm watching him do stuff with Tom Brady and his his videos, and they're talking about it. And I think I think he just likes this. This is this is fun for him to to nonchalantly wield his power because I think inside, you know, he's mortified. And so uh, I think it's great. Mortified?
1: That's what's happening. It's all it's all the inner child, the fear of the inner child. What's happening? I think it's Jack. Tell me.
0: Yeah, here I, I think that if if he really didn't care, he would have already made his decision and he would have already said I'm out, I'm done. Who cares? And he would just would have walked away. I think the fact that he hasn't done it completely shows to me that he he's not decisive in this, and so uh, mm-hmm. maybe maybe he is just waiting to do it at the last second as a vitriolic spike on the Packers. I just think he's classier than that, and so uh, I don't I just don't think he wants to be hated. By- Doesn't he not
1: talk to his mom though?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't
1: think he talks with his mom and dad and his brother. I mean,
0: but from what
1: is I, what heard, guy.
0: What I heard is it's really just their fault because you know, <laughs> um, you know, because Aaron he's the best and they they you know they want him to be regular Aaron like hang out and like you know play scrap Come to
1: Thanksgiving.
0: Nah, yeah. I, no, he's gonna be like you know doing stuff with Annika Patrick and. And, uh, you know, making funny commercials with the, you know, Allstate guy or whatever. You know, so, uh, I, you know, I'm hopeful. I, I'll tell you why I'm mostly hopeful. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll peel back the curtain here. Uh, I drafted this guy. <laughs>
1: That's exactly what it is. You're got
0: him yeah, in yeah. a bunch of different leagues. <laughs> and you're just,
1: you're biased based on your drafts.
0: I'm biased. So I, I, I'll pull up my Scott Fish uh, Bowl draft right now. And I will reveal the, the animus against uh, him retiring is fully based on me drafting him in the second round, which I do have. I have Dak as my first uh, quarterback, my QB1, and then I took Aaron Rodgers as a QB2. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, It's a leverage point. It really is. It's a value leverage point. If he does play, he's not QB8. He's better than that. If he doesn't play, I'm screwed. So, you know, who cares? It doesn't matter. You better draft somebody. You better get yourself some – The only person left is Drew Locke. He's the only character Oops. around, right? I'm not even gonna. And, and here's the deal, though. This is the thing that's crazy. In this Scott Fish format, it is minus four points for an interception, minus six uh, points for an interception return for a touchdown. It's almost better to not have a super flex if your super flex quarterback is shitty. So mm-hmm. I'm riding or dying with Dak and, and Raj, and I'm hoping that they can bring me in. I, I've I've done a little bit of a, a stack attack here. I've got Dak with Cooper, uh, Mari Cooper, and. With his tight end uh, Blake Jarwin, and then I've stacked Aaron Rodgers with Aaron Jones, and then later, shh, don't tell anybody, I'm going to get Amari Rodgers, the new wide receiver out of Clemson that they drafted. So I, I'm trying to do little stack attacks here as as stacks. I also stacked Cooper Cup and Amari Cooper, if that counts for anything. And then I have uh, Rondale Moore and Elijah Moore. So I got Moores, I got Coopers, you know Higbees and Judys. I'm hoping to
1: and and you could have a Jerry, Judy, Aaron Rodgers connection. Cause that's, that's, I think if he that's plays, true. he plays for the Broncos. That's what I think. I think that that's what's happening. Uh, I, that's why it could, I like, I like the narrative that you're spitting here, homeboy. I like it. I would love to see him return to the Packers. I would. I, I, I love Aaron Rodgers through gritted teeth. I think he's, you know, bit of an a-hole, uh but um, when you watch a savant, I, 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 I wanted. I was rooting for them last year. I lost money to Tampa Bay. I did not expect that. I, I think Aaron Rodgers is ridiculous. Um, and because the Chiefs were so dinged up, they would have won the Super Bowl if, if they had gotten to the Super Bowl. They would have won the Super Bowl and yeah. would have had two rings. I, I think that that would have been cool. I think his best shot to win another Super Bowl is with the Packers. Although, I will say, except for the fact that Patrick Mahomes is in that division, I think the Broncos really are. It's like they have everything.
0: They're loaded. They're loaded for bear.
1: Their defense is ridiculous, and they're, they have everything that you need in skill positions on offense yes they do he would come in and just be a monster and then jerry judy
0: i'm i'm hopeful that's actually what i want to have happen but Mm -hmm. in that scenario it boosts aaron jones's value as well because they have to lean on aaron jones more than they do aaron Rodgers now so uh, actually that's what i've that's why I drafted Judy. That's why I drafted Aaron Rodgers. Hopeful that that does come to fruition. We'll see. Uh, it, it might not. Uh, I got to say, though, this, this Scott Fish has been a little different, but I got to shout out my guy, uh, Bo McBigTime, Bo underscore McBigtime over there. He is the author, creator, uh, authenticator of the Hotbox brand Hot Sauce. Go to BigTimeFlavorCo.com. Get yourself uh, your, your delicious bundle. Uh, I just got myself some, you know, get your smoke shack, get your taco season, get that's clucking hot, get the whole bundle. Right. Um, he helped me out with a few of these picks. I appreciate him. And then my man, you gotta say his name, uh, you know, Mr. Denny Carter also, and my friend, Mr. Mike Collins. So a little triumvirate of Scott fish support this year. I appreciate it very much. Uh, I think it makes a good transition because we're going to jump into, uh, three tweets. And guess who I have for three tweets? You'll never guess. Oh, Dan yeah. Carter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you, know, I, I had to because it's a it's a callback to an old one that we've done on the show. He has a tweet where he talks about how, and, and he quotes it here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do. It. He says it's happening again, and he's got my man AJ Brown here, and he says AJ Brown says, "Pray for your enemies."
1: Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so true man
0: was, this was today this was effing today AJ Brown just randomly you know you know he's thinking about one of his enemies right now too <laughs> he's definitely subtweeting him pray for your enemies and then Denny's old tweet is and this is from this is from 2017 so four years ago he has typical QB tweet love my teammates God is good RB tweet keep grinding tight end tweet derp and then wide receiver tweet the enemy speaks kindly and holds a knife and so he nailed it again this is just I mean mm-hmm. years after years you know and particularly with AJ Brown who is his his go-to for
1: all oh yeah of- he, fit, he fits the template
0: oh man yeah just just can't can't seem to get it get right when he saying things uh praying for your enemies I love it uh, so that that's more an homage to the show, to Denny, to AJ, to the whole Kit and caboodle. I think it's hilarious. So there we go.
1: Okay. Um, How about you? Go, guy. Sent you mine. Um, give me a second. I've got to set it up. Okay. Uh, do you? Well, me do me you you have, have it?
0: A, I'm gonna find
1: it. Yeah, you gotta find it. You want me to resend it? No, 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 no. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm. You, you just see my computer not working here as I'm scrolling. So you guys mm-hmm. can. Watch my,
1: my- Have you got all, there we go. There's Ralph Macho. I've
0: got a uh, lot, this one here.
1: Now, yeah. Now, pause it, don't don't play it. I don't, I, I wanna set it up because for people listening and not watching, it's not gonna be as funny. So I've gotta do a good job setting it up. Okay. So I don't know how I found this guy. I'm, just, I'm a master at finding things on Twitter that are the best things to find. So this is a, a great musician. This guy is, he's he's literally, he makes the best stuff, okay? He, this is him finding conversations that are on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, and this is the actual conversation between two people, and he makes a song out of it, okay? And it's, he makes beautiful music. And it's hilarious. Okay, I think I set
0: it up good. Okay. All right. We'll see. Here we go.
1: Good evening. Is this a favor?
0: Please leave me alone. We are
1: sleeping. No more
0: contact in me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm
1: not Stop contacting me now. I will contact turn
0: You <laughs> 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 I like That's it. Hilarious. I think that guy's awesome. I think you won. Good evening. Is this available? <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's an ad for like a uh, uh,
1: an Airbnb and somebody's contacting it. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. Is this available? Yes, it is. Please just leave me alone. You're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> play it again. Play it again. It's so good. Play it again. Okay.
0: Let me, go, so back. Let me go back. Let go back. Let here. Yeah. Here we go.
1: Good evening. Is this a vampire? <laughs> Please leave me alone. <laughs> we me <are>
0: sleeping. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: I'm all contacting me. <laughs> like, You're
0: yeah, contacting me. I am what interested
1: in. Please stop contacting me now. I will contact the Attorney General. Sinks. <laughs> Sinks. Okay, all right. Since I won, get ready for internet drama part two. Okay, okay send a conversation.
0: Send, send it. Internet internet. I just sent Part it. Part two. Okay, here Part we go.
1: Okay. Oh, oh, my
0: her, so. <laughs> no, you're not talking about it My girlfriend Carolyn no. She's a crazy lady She's a random, random recipe-stealing bitch Boris
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, Careful who your
1: friends are <laughs> this is awesome, I love this guy.
0: She's
1: stole my broccoli.
0: Was <laughs> <laughs> you can't spell it wrong. <laughs>
1: he just takes real conversations that he sees people have on Facebook. And then he makes a
0: song That's a real, that's a real conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, fast oh. are are broken. Oh my gosh, I'm dying. Oh, yeah. oh man, holy smokes, that's I love it. I, yeah, you definitely win three tweets. Um, whew, that was great. Uh, I ha- I'll save the one that uh, I was going to use next week. Uh, it's the one I sent you with my father-in-law's uh, zucchinis. I can't wait to put that one out there. Uh, that's next time, though, Steve. You, you have to wait. Uh, this has been a great show. It's been great to see you, my friend. It's been two weeks uh, since we've gotten, or three weeks, I think. So we've been awful week, or this is you know, whatever it is. Uh, it's been too long. I love you. Appreciate you. This has been great. I'm, I'm literally crying right now. I got water uh, <laughs> all. I like, I like that he stole. She stole the casserole recipe. <laughs> what an evil bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that is perfect. Uh, Please do check us out uh, myself and uh, my friend, Mr. Mike Collins. He is, this is him right here. You can go check him out. He is the Ralph Macho on, on the Mm -hmm. Twitter. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and I love it. He's got one of the best, best intros ever. And uh, my my guy, Denny Carter just realized it uh, 12 years after he wrote the intro. Uh, Here's what it says, or maybe 11 years. I'm the most macho dude you're ever going to meet on the streets. I love Gats baseball bats, and fat stacks of cash, and I look like Eddie Vetter. <laughs> Hashtag Eddie Vedder. I love that, man. This is one of the, the best intros ever. So go do give my friend, my partner, uh, the Ralph Macho. Don't call him Ralph. His name is Mike Collins. A follow over on Twitter. Uh, and then you can follow me, too. If you don't follow me, I'm, I'm around here somewhere. Uh, I don't know where I am, but you, you, can, you can find me. I'm numbers on Twitter. Uh, I think I'm in here somewhere. I don't know where I am. You'll find me though. Oh, here I am. Yeah, there, there—that's me. Uh, and this is my new uh, Scott Fishbowl uh, avatar. If you're wondering why it looks like a Pink Floyd, uh, the Wall thing, I'm in the Pink Floyd division. Shout out Pink Floyd. Shout out Rotobon, all my friends over there. Uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, please do, if you're not already involved in Scott Fish, do go sign up for next year's Scott Fish, Mike. If you keep signing up, he will eventually put you in the Scott Fish Bowl, I promise. Uh, and if you're not in it, you can also donate to Fantasy Carries, always a great opportunity to help all kids in need. And my choice for donating is to Hope for Henry. We love Hope for Henry here in the Simpson family. They've been with us the last year and a half. London's been facing uh, her leukemia. We appreciate them. And shout out my wife, Rose. She is going to go on, I think, national television on Wednesday. I'm not sure where it's going to be aired yet, but we're, we're, you know, no. my wife. She's going to do, she's part of the the campaign for Hope for Henry to bring it national to everybody, to all the hospitals. It's a great program that that gives uh, pediatric cancer patients access to toys and Henry bucks and ways to incentivize earning uh, you know different prizes and things as they go through a really hard time. They they give people hope and encouragement, and we're really excited to be blessed by them, and then have my wife be able to partner and work with them. It's just amazing. And so shout out Hope for Henry. Uh, I'll be donating my, myself, and my kids will be donating to Hope for Henry for our Scott Fishbowl uh, donations this year. So everybody uh, can keep a lookout for that, and we'll be publicizing and let everyone know where they can uh, sign up to do that as well. Uh, please go and and patron my friend Bo McBigtime over at uh, your Bigtime Flavor Code. All the yummy hot sauces you can uh, imagine are over there. The hot box is my favorite. Uh, And then also go do patronize underdog. Uh, I'm I'm actually drafting right this second. I've got a draft up right now. Uh, And I just took my boy Aaron Rodgers in the 11th round. He is getting faded. I'm sorry, 10th round. It's getting faded. I had to get him again. So please go check out underdog. We'll be on there tomorrow. Mike and I will be on there. Anytime you want, throw me a, a... Uh, a a tournament i'll jump in with you a league i'll do it every day 10 bucks five bucks three bucks i don't care uh appreciate you all anything else mike anything else we got a pump anything else coming up
1: No, man it's time it's it's football from here on in let's do it It we'll be back next monday we'll start we'll start looking at the next uh set of rounds and talking about the players
0: We'll be talking about it as it comes up, and as training camp hits, we'll have all of your latest breaking news and things that you uh, want to get on top of. Uh, and then also, I think my, my friend uh, Adam Peltier over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network just let me know that my latest article has been published over there, uh, and it is all about best ball. It's all about underdog. It's all about kind of the the, the 101 about best ball for folks who are new it's not as uh as uh, popular yet you know as other fantasy forms. whether it's redraft dynasty dfs trying to get people out there and and like you said underdog is the best way to do it it's smooth the operations are are clear and succinct they give you warnings when your pick is coming they have notifications it's easy to play i love it really interfaces well with the computer and with the phone so please go check them out uh and and i'll put out this uh sports gambling podcast network article uh, tomorrow well. also check that out it just gives you the nuts and bolts and if you go sign up you get a free 25 bucks honestly I think I just might have to start paying people 10 bucks to go sign up because I'll at least get you know uh you know 20 bucks from that you know I mean it'd make a little bit of cash just selling free memberships I don't know we'll figure it out but go check out underdog folks use code name nimble it'd be great I think that's it I think that's all we have for today uh, anything else
1: no just peace and love peace and love
0: Peace and love. I like it. And then I'm going to hit the drops, right? And then we go. Yep. Hit them droppies. Ah, yes. Well, I got to turn them on to hit the drops. So we'll do that first. You know, that's always important. And let's see. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio.